This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Conscious creators, welcome back to Creating Consciousness. It's me, your host, Rebecca Weirman, and I am so happy you are here tuning in and showing up for your highest self. I'm sure that you intuitive and empathetic baddies can feel or sense in some way, shape, or form that the energy behind today's episode is different. And that's because the woman I have on today as a guest is a woman that I hold very, very close to my heart. Now, don't get me wrong. I love and admire every woman who has come on this podcast before, but I have a stronger connection with this woman, perhaps a blood connection, (laughs) because the guest today is my mom, Sherry Roshka. Sherry Eden, because we honor who you are before you are married. (laughs) But I love my mom. She is such an incredible woman. She is an incredible mother. And I am just so grateful that I chose her to be my mom, that we made this soul contract in this lifetime and probably so many lifetimes before because fuck, I'm getting emotional already. She is just so amazing. And I love her so much. And I just cannot wait for you to hear about her magic. Okay, hold on. I'm going to give my second, myself a second to just come back. Okay. As I found myself collecting my breath, I found myself getting like so much more emotional just because my mother is incredible. She's amazing. She's an inspiration. She's a role model. And I hope to be as amazing as a mother as she is. But today she joins me on the podcast because we are going to discuss our witchy and ET and ghostly experiences because why the fuck not? And also Halloween is like a few days away and you know I love to do a Halloween episode. In fact, we're going to rebroadcast the Blue Avian episode. And if you're like, whoa, hold on, what? The Blue Avian episode? Yeah, don't worry. We're rebroadcasting it this weekend. So pay fucking attention. So hit that subscribe button so you get notified uh, when that episode is released. But anyway... My mom is incredible, and today she joins me on the podcast to share her otherworldly and spiritual experiences. We have a conversation that I think the both of us have like been wanting to have, but we never really have sat down to do it, and we did it today, and it was amazing. It was seriously just so beautiful and brought me so much closer to her. So I'm so grateful. Mom, I know you're listening. I love you. 
I love you so much. You are magnificent. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You are deserving. You are, oh my God, I just love you. I just want to squeeze you. You're the best. Can you tell I fucking love my mom? Anyway, today we are getting spooky, we are getting witchy, and we are getting a little extraterrestrial. So I hope that you are excited for today's episode. It really is more so a conversation rather than an interview. It is very different than what we've done here on Creating Consciousness, but hey, we try new things. We see what you like because as much as I'm doing this for myself, it wouldn't be possible if it weren't for you. And because of that, if you are gaining anything from these episodes or are interested in learning more or just want to give me feedback, I would be so honored if you could please leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you're listening. I would be so, so grateful. In fact, in an effort to show my gratitude for you and for your review and rating and subscription to this podcast, if you send me on Instagram at this consciousness or via email, which you'll find my email down in the show notes, if you send me a screenshot of your rating and review, you will be entered to win access to my online course, Tarot for the Shadow. This is an online virtual course that teaches you all about using the tarot for your shadow work as well as it really teaches you like the basics of intuitive tarot reading. So if you're interested in winning a free spot in that, please, please, please send me a screenshot of your five-star rating and review. I will enter you to win and the winner will be announced January 1st, 2022. Can you believe that 2021 is almost over? What the fuck? But because 2021 is almost over, this is also the perfect time to get ready for 2022. And what I mean by that is it is time to book your year ahead tarot readings. Now, my books open for year ahead tarot readings beginning November 1st. So if you are interested in scheduling a year ahead tarot reading with me, I need you to go to the show notes and I need you to sign up for the wait list because this year there are only 20 slots available. Once 20 slots are filled, I am not opening any more slots just because my schedule is kind of ridiculous at the moment, which I am so grateful for. But at the same time, I need to give so much attention to these readings So I need to limit myself for the months of November and December. The last date you will be able to book a year ahead reading for me is December 31st. So if you want one, you have to do it while we are still in 2021. My books for January of 2022 are going to run very differently next year. So if you want the year ahead, make sure you are on the wait list. You can find the link for that in the show notes as well as in my Instagram bio at this consciousness or creating consciousness pod. But year ahead tarot readings, 
They give you insight into every single month of the year along with extra support. I make sure that I provide you with crystals that can be supportive, affirmations and journal prompts that can be supportive. And this year, your year ahead tarot readings are going to be hosted on Notion. So what this means is you will have your own Notion database that has your reading that also contains daily meditations you can use as well as a meditation to connect with your own spirit guides to further develop your intuition. So you're not just getting a year ahead reading. You're getting so much more. You're getting monthly, almost daily support that you can use to help make 2022 your fucking bitch. Now, Okay, I didn't mean it like that, but like, yeah, make 2022, oh my God, words, make 2022 your bitch, but at the same fucking time, like, let's just make it the best year we can possibly make it because here's the thing, we deserve it after having like two years of collective trauma. Now, I guarantee 2021 was probably better than 2020, but let's just make 2022 our bitch. So get a year ahead tarot reading today. Put your email down on that wait list. I will notify you once my books open on November 1st. But with that, let's get into the episode. Mom, welcome to Creating Consciousness. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, I am so... So happy that you're joining me. I know this is so out of your comfort zone. Totally. (laughs) But I'm grateful. I'm really grateful. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me, Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm not even going to edit that out. That was, she she goes, thanks for having me, Rebecca. And then she mouths to me. Is that okay? (laughs) Oh my God, we are in for a treat today. No, mom, I just appreciate you. Every podcast, I start off asking listeners to explore and explain their spiritual identity. And for you, I know you don't know your birth time. And I know also know you gave me the wrong birth time, but I'm over that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny because every guest who comes on the podcast brings it up. They're like, oh, you, you had the wrong birth time, but now you have the right birth time. And I'm like, the audience is probably sick and tired of hearing about this. I know. I, I can't believe how I messed up on that one. It's okay. You got it right, though. You eventually, eventually did. Eventually. Eventually. We just had to check the paperwork. But anyway, I know you don't know your birth time. No, so don't. we don't know, like, your full spiritual identity or profile. But what do you know? I am a Virgo. To a T. To a T. She, anal retentive Virgo. That's all I know. Okay. No human design, no like Enneagram. Mm, No idea what that means, but no. Noted. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about yourself since the listeners can't just like profile you off the bat. I was born in Zimbabwe and I grew up and lived there until I was 17. And then I, oh, I, I moved around quite a bit. Um, Came to the States in my 30s, and I've been modeling up until then, all over Europe. Then I, um, after modeling, I became a makeup artist, and um, then 
I decided to give that a break and now I'm working at an acupuncturist office, a wonderful um, job, I'm absolutely loving it, doing something that I really enjoy, um, getting an opportunity to meet wonderful people and yeah, I'm probably at my happiest right now. Oh, that makes me happy to hear that. I love what I do. Yeah, shout out to Ouchie Chinese Medicine and Acupuncture in Monterey, California. Dr. Stephanie Faddis is amazing and is such a gem and a treat. And I'm just happy that you get to work with a light like her. Yeah, Um, I'm very happy too. Good. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Good. I know, I call her Dr. Ouchie sometimes instead of her actual name. But anyway. (laughs) Okay. So the whole purpose and point of this episode together is for us to actually sit down and talk about our crazy experiences, paranormal, extraterrestrial, witchy, witchy fun, witchy woo wonders. What am I saying? I don't know. But we, yeah, we have both had experiences. You know about my experiences. I know about a couple of yours, but we've never really... Have you gone in depth? No, never. So why not do a little Halloween special for the podcast? Okay. Just so you know, and you know this, Halloween is my least favorite (laughs) holiday. You hate it. Always. I just feel sad, but I am doing this for you, Rebecca, (laughs) because I love you, but it's... Just my least favorite holiday. Why is that though? I never grew up with Halloween. We never celebrated Halloween. And it wasn't until I came to the States and you girls were little. And all of a sudden, they had this thing called Halloween. And everyone started dressing up as witches and cats and scary monsters. And I just thought, this is. So bloody bizarre. <laughs> and, you know, people would hand out candy and or sweets or lollies, as we called them. And I'm like, ah, bizarre. I just didn't understand what the whole thing was about. And because we didn't celebrate it in Africa, I know they celebrated it in England, but not to the extent that they do in the States. And so the whole witchy thing, it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make sense to me. So it's interesting because you yourself and then like Nana and Omar, Omar, not Omar, Nana and (laughs) Omar were witchy women in a way. I would say there were like green witches, like tending to plants in the garden, in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. but it's the idea like the black witch, the spooky witch that is a little bit more frightening. Yeah. I mean, we, in Africa, we would have something called a witch doctor who used to shake the bones. See, I love that. And tell us um, our future and, you know, stories about the future and, you know, like maybe tarot reading. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Because, and they would read the bones and I love that. Yeah. I would go to the witch doctor 
and they would make potions and what have you. Not that I ever took any of their potions because I was really nervous of them. They were like snake venom and rat's eyes and things like that. But that was kind of what they called witchy. But I just had a problem with this witches and pumpkins and long nails and pointy hats and I don't know. Yeah. I just had a problem with Halloween. So anyway, it's different for me, the witches and the Yeah. Well, it also, like, the the culture surrounding Halloween in America is almost as if they're, like, placing such an emphasis on, like, the spookiness and scaring you. And it's like, no, none of this stuff has to be scary. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Who knows? Anyway. Case in point, mom doesn't (laughs) like Halloween. However, she has had some pretty interesting experiences. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) something I want to break the ice on Uh, Just to start, I remember being, what, like 13, and we were at the house on Lafayette, Mm -hmm. and I started to see, like, shadow figures at night. Oh, my gosh. That's right. And there was one- In your bedroom. In my bedroom, yeah. yeah. And there was this one night where there was, like, this- I woke up. My chest, like it felt like I was suffocating. I woke up and there was like this angel, like this black winged angel over me. Mm-hmm. And then just disappeared as soon as I woke up. I remember that. And then the next day, I was like closing my bedroom door and there was like a woman in like this old timey dress. She was shorter and like stumpier. And she was, like, walking past. And I was like, what the fuck? And then there was also, like, an older man, too. And then didn't a couple of months later when we were sorting out photographs and they happened to be Paul's parents, grandparents, no, No. his grandparents. Yeah, so when we were sorting out, like, photos – through a box, mm-hmm. we, I was able to, I, I like literally looked at the picture and I was like, oh my God, that's the woman I saw. Right. And then I knew that the guy I saw was my stepdad's dad, mm-hmm. but the woman I wasn't able to identify and we were able to identify was like Rosemary or something. Mm-hmm. But one of them wasn't she the grandmother? I think so. I don't, right. I don't remember who exactly she was, but she was there having no fucking idea what that black winged angel looking thing was, but I never had that... Oh, wait. I was about to say I've never had that experience again, but I did have it here. But before we move on to that experience, I did want to bring this up. So when that happened, I remember you had gotten like an angel card deck. Oh, that's right. And so I tell you, like I, I like wake up and I like don't leave my bedroom And you come in and you're talking to me and I tell you about what had happened that night and what I had saw. And the one thing is like, you never doubted what Mm -hmm. I saw. You always believed it. Because I had seen them, not them particularly, but I had seen myself. Yeah. Right. And which I appreciate because I know so many people are like gaslit into believing that it's not true. But I remember you're like, hold on, let me like pull a card for you. 
So you grab your deck and you come back and we ask the question together, are we safe? And the first card we pull is no. no. <laughs> and we're like, oh, fuck, let's oh reshuffle. I remember, I remember that. And we just reshuffled and it was like, if you believe. Right. And we're like, okay, we believe. Right. We, are, we are safe. We are safe. And I guess that's for me, like, when I was like, okay, I'm just going to shut this down. Right. And I was like, I am safe and I don't want to see this ever right. again. And, and you I, can. You can. Yeah. You can definitely close it off. Yeah. You don't have to think about it or, you know, you can definitely just close the door yeah. for that one. It, and it is simple. I think people don't realize that, that you can just say, hey, no, I don't want to see you. Or you like, accept you. Yeah. You can set boundaries even with your own spiritual team. Like, hey, when I'm in bed, not the time to contact me. You can talk to me any other time. But when I'm in bed, when I'm asleep, don't talk to me. Absolutely. So that was just such a crazy experience. That was, that was bizarre. And then I would say for me, the, like the next similar, like the next closest to that was being here what two years ago now Mm -hmm. here being Monterey and I was laying in bed and I woke up to this like really dark heavy energy but looking back on it now I feel like it was almost like I don't know energy leaving me that I was holding on to like heavy energy leaving me that was more frightening though that yeah I think that was like a bad time and I especially because you always wanted everything closed you wanted to be encased yeah no I was definitely in like a hermit well I was in like a deep depression too (laughs) that was that was a bad time yeah but I remember laying in bed once like that dark energy had just presented itself and I remember saying, Archangel Michael, please protect me. Archangel Michael, please protect me. And as that happens, all of a sudden, this like celestial, angelic Mm -hmm. music starts playing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I am safe. And it was like the strongest I had ever in my life felt Archangel Michael. I felt like all like ancestral love. I talk about it now and I'm getting chills and tingles. So I know that like they're here with me protecting Mm me. But that was crazy. There's definitely, I feel more of a presence here in Monterey than I ever did in Phoenix. Yeah. Maybe, it, do you think that's why we like it here more? Or? There's definitely something here. Like in this house? In this area. Yeah, in this area for sure. Yeah. I don't know, I still feel like there's stuff in this house, but it's not like oh, not it's friendly. Not it's so, it's it's so friendly. I don't believe yeah. it's but um, but yeah, I, I I definitely feel more grounded here. But I definitely feel there's more of a calling here, and I get it more when I'm in PG. Mm, that also probably has to do with like your happiness level. You said oh, earlier, absolutely. like you're at the happiest point, so your intuition like soars when it's happy. Yeah. And I just think I get it with the wildlife here as well. I think the deer and the birds. And that. Yeah. Because you're so deeply connected to signs and symbols. Yeah. I, I, I am. <laughs> and what sign, like, speaks to you in the biggest way? Mm. Birds. Is there a bird right outside now? Oh, my now. gosh. There it goes again. Yeah. 
bluebirds, hummingbirds. Bluebird. There's just one. Yeah. The woodpeckers. Two here. Yeah. And the hummingbirds. Oh, Hogan. You can hear in the background right now, my little puppy. Um, those three particularly. Hummingbirds. They're there, there on that, out that window. The bluebirds there. Across the street, just across the way there, the woodpeckers. They, they're all around here. It's just incredible. Mm. So it just makes you feel more connected. And then the deer just walking past all the time. And sometimes they'll come home and they're right at the front door. Oh, and no, she's not feeding them. (laughs) No, I do not feed the deer. Unlike the woman down the street. The hummingbirds, though, I always have feed her out for the hummingbirds and change their food regularly. Oh, you're so good. Um, yeah, but that's, I love the birds. Yeah. Birds are definitely a big, a big thing in our family. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a connection to birds, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Have you had any similar experiences to like my spookier experiences? When we lived in Cape Town, before you were born, that house, I used to see a baseball player. And I'd walk through the kitchen area to the back where the, the, the loo was. And there was no curtains or blinds. And I used to walk towards the back and I would see this baseball player, like, from the 40s. Mm. And I would see him just standing there. And it would be quite often that I would see him. And I I thought to myself, this is so bizarre. And then on my way back, I wouldn't turn around to look, but I would only, because I'm yeah. so scared. But I would see him there quickly go into the loo and then come, come back out and go back to bed. And I would ask, um, later on I'd ask someone in the neighborhood, who owned that house? And they said, oh, these houses were built in the 30s. And, um, you know, they were built by some American people that were here. And a lot of the people actually lived in these houses. And I said, that's very interesting. And I said, who actually, do you know who owned those houses? And they said, well, a lot of the American builders that came got to stay in some of these houses. And one of the people that owned the houses was on a baseball league. Whoa. And I could not believe it. I nearly peed my pants when I heard that. Wow. It was so incredible. So that was very interesting. Now, he was never scary. It was all just no. like showing himself, revealing himself. No, nothing scary. It was just... He was just standing there. Wow. So it was it was totally bizarre. Yeah. So there must have been newly built houses and he was on a team or his parents were on the team or I mean his parents built the houses and he was the son or something. I yeah. don't know, but that's he was really a baseball player. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. And then um I used to 
see other things when I was younger. That was a little bit more intense. Oh, you don't have to share if you don't want to. Um, yeah, that's for another day. Okay, that's for another day. Another day. But there's been a couple of things. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Another day, another time. We'll We'll get onto that one. Now, have you had any experiences recently or like what is your relationship to magic and the other side right now? I wouldn't say I've had anything recently. I think since you've been here and been present in what you're doing, you've really have taken over. Well, I don't want to take over. Well, you have really... I think um, you're far more intuitive than I, I ever was or, you know, could be. I think you're definitely, you're definitely it. Well, thanks, Mom. But, but the baby, people would say, wow, she, Rebecca's been around before. She's been around the block. This is not her first time on earth. And I would say, like, what do you mean? And they're like, she's just an old soul. Thanks, it's the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) But it's true, you did. You would never, I mean, you were always a happy kid. So you would laugh and, you know, you would take things in your stride. But I remember specifically one day we were playing we were at a play date and there was all the children from the prenatal group and you were all about a year or so and you had on a little red dress. I must say you look pretty darn cute but I never used to put you in dresses because I thought you were a boy. <laughs> so of course this one day you were, you didn't have much hair and there you were little boy kind of haircut and um in a red dress with little red sneakers and what have you and all the other kids were playing and you were just kind of like overseeing them (laughs) observing and they were all you know like getting stuck into the toys and fighting over them and you just stood there with your hands on your hips kind of like observing what was going on and like, so what the fuck's going through her mind? <laughs> no, like, what is she thinking? And already then, it was just like, oh my God, what is this kid going to grow up and be? It was so weird. And everyone was saying, you know, what is she going to do when she grows up? Because she's so thoughtful. What is she thinking? We thought you were going to be like a lawyer or a doctor or something. Well, that phase passed. I know. (laughs) But it was just interesting to see because you just looked so wise, like the wise old woman Mm. at one year old, you know? Did I ever, like, say anything about where I was before you were my mom or... No, but you did talk to people. Like real or imaginary? No, like 
like like no one was there. <laughs> it was like I'm just talking to my friend, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, no friend. Still to this day, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding to all my friends listening. I'm kidding. Did you have imaginary friends growing up? Hmm. I feel like everyone who has imaginary friends is speaking to their spirit guides or to like mm-hmm. they're connected closer to the veil. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And I love asking like younger kids those questions, like with their with the consent of their parents, of yeah. course. But I know like the one one kid that we know, she was talking about like an ophthalmologist. And like I'm like I'm like were you an ophthalmologist when you were younger like or when when you were younger when you were in a different lifetime it's just so fascinating to hear like what's going on in the brains right. of the oh, people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I totally agree. Um, I yeah, I do. I remember playing or talking at least talking. Yeah. You know, when you're playing a game and at least talking to other. Mm-hmm friends that were around yeah the imagination is so can run so wild and it's so beautiful but is it imagination or is it intuition i think it's it's intuition yeah could be both but i don't know i think it's intuition especially at that age you know what i just thought of whoa that's crazy Okay, so my mind took me back to this time in Australia when we were, like, at some sort of park. And I know the kids and the families that we went with, like, we would all, like, busk. But they were playing movies. But at this same park. Like at Christmas time. Yeah, around Christmas time. And at this same park, I remember, uh, like, the kids all leaving. And we just started exploring this park. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where we went but I re- like all I remember is leaving the park and next thing you know, I was in this like cave that had this altar or shrine to Mother Mary. Oh and I remember the kids being like, like kind of like they were kids. So it wasn't like a what the fuck is this? Right. But just kind of like, OK, yeah, let's go explore the next thing. And I was in there like, oh, my. God, what is this magic? And I didn't want to leave. And every single time we went back to that park, I could never find it again. Oh, no. Could never find it again. I don't know if that's just because I was, like, young or what. You couldn't find the shrine or that little cave? Couldn't find the cave or shrine. Oh, my God. And it was the same park we went, yeah, because it was in Rose Point. Yeah, I could never... Yeah, I can never find it again. I remember, like, taking Bridget back there at one, like, at one point, lo- like, trying to show her. Right. Couldn't find it. How interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, did we jump timelines? Like, what What was that? Very cool. Yeah, but it's just, like, those little experiences that we have that we can carry with us. Whether they're spooky or not, we can have that connection to the other side and carry with us, and it influences us for so long. Not talking about time, jumping time, that is something that I find very interesting. Ooh, yeah, it's so fascinating. Yeah, I would, I'd be interested 
in that. Do you think you've ever jumped timelines? Mm, I don't think so. Do you? Do you? Yeah, totally. I have these like existential moments where I'll start thinking about time and it just makes so much sense to me how time isn't real. And then I like zoom, I don't know, my, I'm able to just like zoom out of time. And then I feel like I am stepping outside of linear time. So I haven't like felt like I have like consciously like shifted into another timeline and played that out and like life has shifted. But I have felt like when I think about time in a certain way, I can feel and I can see and I can see myself existing outside of time. I don't I don't know how to explain it. Would that be like a deja vu kind of thing? Because I have a lot of those. Yeah, it could it could be like deja vu. I feel like deja vu is also timeline jumping, though. I feel like it goes hand in hand. Okay. I mean, because I, I have that where I think, oh my god, I've, I've done this before. I've been there. I've done this, all of this before, and I can actually see it, remember it. I'm like, I've completely lived it before. Mm-hmm. I have. I get a lot of that. So cool. That is. It's kind of bizarre. But then here we are saying that we haven't really jumped timelines. But to me, that sounds like jumping timelines, not in like jumping to a different dimension or, or right. dimension within time, but it's still almost like you're replaying it. Mm-hmm. I think time travel is all in the mind. Mm. So then maybe we do. Right? I don't know. That's for us to figure out and decide, but... I feel like movies, Mm. they spend so much time, like, making these machines or cars, like, Back to the Future that you can, like, travel in or, like, Doctor Who, the TARDIS, like, all these things where you can time travel. And it's like, no, time travel is all in the mind. Yeah. Like, the Akashic Records. Right. That's time and space travel. Right. But you're doing it all subconsciously. That's true. Yeah. You know what else? What? You were with me the day I saw the blue avian. Oh my gosh, that's right. Whoa. We, we won't say the name of the store. No, no. But we it was won't. here in Carmel. It, yeah, it was in Carmel. And it happened. And you remember that like old little man who mm-hmm. was sitting in that chair. But you didn't see. Look, I did not. But that was weird. I, you were... So different after you saw him. I think so too. Mm. I think that was like such a big shift for me. You were like in another zone completely. Yeah. And I remember telling you like I I think. Like I think I just saw an alien. And you said I believe you again. So thank you for always like being supportive in that and not telling me what I'm seeing isn't real. I appreciate that. Well, of course. You get it. I do it. believe you. Yeah, you get it. So thank you, Mom. You're welcome. I love you so much. I love you too. So to close us out, I do have a few questions I want to ask you. Okay. Scary Don't worry, questions. they're not scary. Okay. They might be a little bit. 
Because they're going to be a little bit about your favorite holiday. Oh. So, would you dress up as a nun again? <laughs> Wasn't that frightening? Gotcha. Oh, my gosh. So, no. one year for Halloween. No, please. Don't even go there. Okay? We had a neighbor who insisted my mother dress up. My mom was like, no, not happening, not happening. The neighbor pulls out a nun costume and made my mom go put it on. Like, forced. <laughs> I can't believe she did that. It's okay. Anyway. Okay. No, I will not ever dress up again as anything. What about your beautiful self? Yeah. I will scary witch. A scary witch. <laughs> I'll dress up as a scary witch. Oh, I'll dress up as That's myself. Me. I'm a scary witch. Oh, mom. Okay. Thank you. Just wait. I'm not done with oh, you yet. I you I'm not done with you yet. My tea's getting cold. Okay, well, take a sip of your tea. Oh, no, it's ice cold. <laughs> it's ice cold. <laughs> Mom, oh. okay, I'll let you. I'll let you go. I'll let you enjoy your tea. Thank you. But one final question. Okay. How do you create consciousness every day? I. Create consciousness by learning something every day. I'd say that the learning helps me, ex- I don't know, express myself and expands my, my growth. That's beautiful. And I, I feel like I get that from you. Like by expanding yourself, you can expand other people. So just working on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being such a good role model and such a great mom. Thanks, darling. Thanks for having me on. I love you so much. Have me on at Christmas time, my love. Oh, well, what are we going to talk about at Christmas time? <laughs> I don't know. Food. <laughs> Maybe we can do an episode on how to deal with family over the holidays. And like Ooh. triggers. Oh, and yeah. getting triggered with the family, because that happens. We've we've yeah, gotten we, to that we, place we, before. We definitely have. That was a lot of 20, 2020. Yeah, we've encountered that one quite a lot. Yeah, maybe we can talk about that, but we'll see. Alrighty. Okay. I love you. Love you. Mwah. Mwah. And that's my mom, you guys. That is today's episode. I thank you so much for listening. I know it was different, and I know that every other word out of my mouth was uh, like, and I sincerely apologize for that. If I have said like that much in past episodes, then call me the fuck out. Fuck. Cancel me if you want. Okay, hold on. I'm going to regret saying that. Please don't do that. I hate cancel culture. But what I am really wanting to share right now is that if you have ever experienced something that didn't seem real, or if you've experienced something otherworldly and people have denied that around you, please know that what you saw and what you experienced is real. Whether it was scary or whether it was full of love and light, I want you to know that those experiences don't have to hurt you or harm you in any way. You are able to transcend anything that could have been too spooky or evil. 
and you can see it for the light that it is. You are connected to the other side, whether you want to believe it or not. And it's something that we need to honor. You, what you saw, what you experienced is real. And I will tell you that. And I will be the person that supports you and affirms to you that what you experience is real. Because I know so many people out there don't have people in their lives to affirm to them the truth. So I'm happy to be that person for you. And I hope that this episode served you. I know that it was deeply healing for me, especially because I know in my life I have faced rejection. Um, not really from my mom ever, but I have I have experienced it. And it's not something I'm really ready to open up about on the podcast. But taking this time to be with my mom in this space, talking about our experiences was so deeply healing. And to be able to share it with you just makes it even more special. So thank you for receiving. Thank you for listening. And thank you for holding that space as well. And know that I am also here to help hold the space for you because we are all healing. We are all on this journey together. And not one of us is better than the other. We are hand in hand, guiding each other, walking each other home. Because that's just how life is. And I've noticed that as I see everyone on the same plane, the same playing field, I've noticed how my judgments towards others fade. I notice how supported and seen I feel. And it's just wonderful. And so I invite you as well this week, the weeks to come, and for the rest of your life to start seeing yourself on the same playing field as others. Because we really are just walking each other home. I love you. And of course, I want to leave you with this. Remember, you are loved, you are supported, you are divinely guided, and you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with a new episode for you. But until then, conscious creators. 